Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. This is David Engels, and you're listening to the Hour of Anointing. You know, there's some things that we ought to be saying today, and I just want to remind us about that. 
And I just want to make some confessions, and you may want to make these confessions right along with me. If you trust what I'm going to say, then you could just say them right along with me. <laughs> I am the body of Christ, and Satan hath no power over me. For I overcome evil with good. Now, my basis for saying that is 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 27 and Romans 12 and verse 21. So I'm going to say it again. I am the body of Christ, and Satan hath no power over me. Did you say that over yourself? For I overcome evil with good. Now, according to 1 John 4, 4, I'm going to make this confession. I am of God and have overcome him that is Satan. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Now, according to Psalm 23 and verse 4, I say this confession. You make this confession with me. I'll lead you out. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, Lord. That's kind of long, isn't it? I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, Lord. Your word and your spirit, they comfort me. Now, I've imagined that you've been saying that right along with me. As I would say it, you would follow me in that confession. See, it, uh, it sets the landmarks of our life to confess what we have in Christ and because of our Father, God, because of the Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus, because of what God has done for us, then we make these confessions. From Isaiah 54 and verse 14, I make this confession. You make it with me. I am far from oppression, and fear does not come nigh me. That's... Old English for near me. Now from Isaiah 54, verse 17, and also on the basis of Psalm 1 and verse 3, let's make this confession. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, for my righteousness is of the Lord. But whatever I do will prosper. I am like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. The Bible says, and when she heard of Jesus, she came in the crowd Crowded through the crowd, touched his clothes, for she was saying, she kept saying. I believe she was verbalizing that, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. When I touch his clothes, I shall be healed. I will be made whole from this thing. And straightway, or immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Glory to God. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. In other words, she had the, the, the manifestation, and she was healed. And Jesus... He knew that something had gone out of him, and he always knows when you touch him, too. <laughs> and he'll turn himself about and say, who touched me? They were in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, or they were in Yuchi uh, uh, Creek, Oklahoma, or somewhere, <laughs> or they were in, in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and they touched me, whoever that was. He turned him about to see her that had done this thing. He said, who touched me? And because he felt virtue. Go out of him. And that's what happens as we use our faith and believe God. You know, in the day that Jesus was walking here on earth, the Bible says he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. His disciples had said unto him, Jesus, you can see this multitude. Master, you see the multitude thronging you. And you're saying, who touched me? All these people have been bumping up against you. But, you know, there's the indiscriminate touch of somebody who just shows up at church or who listens. 
you know, nonchalant to a broadcast or something where the word's going out, but there's that one who is reaching out and said, when I hear the word, that word is going to cover me. When I make my contact with the Lord and I'm reaching out for the Lord, my faith reaches out. Then's when I will be healed, I will be whole. And Jesus recognized that it wasn't a indiscriminate touch, but there was a special touch that happened. And that was the touch of faith. This person had been saying, and they reached out. They had heard that he was the great physician, and they knew that something good would happen to them. So they reached out. It wasn't like a casual person in the crowd, because the whole crowd had been touched him. They didn't get anything but just a, a touch. <laughs> in other words, nothing miraculous happened to them. But because she's reaching out with her faith, and she touched him. Jesus then said to her daughter, your faith, or the releasing of your faith, has made you whole. Now just be peaceful. Don't worry anymore. Go and be whole of thy plague. That's how wonderful that our God is. You know, there's praying in the name of Jesus, and we have the right to use that name, and basically it's a way of receiving of the Lord. You know, there's another kind of praying. In fact, we might just touch on this very slightly here. You know, religious praying. You know, we need to have a purpose to our prayer. We can't just be praying just to be praying. And I'm thinking specifically about Acts 12 and verse 5, where Peter was kept in prison. The Bible says that prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And so we find that the whole church was praying, but it must have been just praying because when the angel let Peter out, he went to John Mark's mother's house where many were praying and seeming like they were just praying to be praying because when Peter knocked on the door of the gate, Rhoda came to the door and when she knew Peter's voice she opened not the gate for gladness but she ran in and told how Peter <laughs> stood before the gate and up until now everything seems to be rather normal but listen to what they said after they had prayed and she came and said well he's here here's the answer she said are you mad <laughs> and she constantly affirmed that it was so that was the truth that she had heard his voice he knocked at the door and they said well it's his angel but peter continued knocking and when they had opened the door and saw him it's still another kind of a negative they were astonished i can remember some of my early prayers when i prayed and i was surprised too when the answer came because I'd prayed a lot of prayers, and I'd hoped that they'd be answered. But, you know, it just takes God's word getting in on the inside of you, renewing your mind to where you've got great confidence. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, then we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of him. You know, evidently Rhoda was the only one that agreed with what they were praying. Their saying or their words sure was not in line with what seemingly they had been praying because their following words after their prayer time was, you are mad, it is his angel, they were astonished. You know, to them, Peter was already dead. They were just kind of going through the motions. But I liked uh, this servant girl, Rhoda. She was the only one in the whole house that believed that the answer, uh, that it was there when it came. And everybody thought she'd gone crazy. I'm glad the Bible doesn't uh, mask these things over because it lets us know that uh, they're human and they would only believe Rhoda's faith confession after they saw Peter. And I really believe that Rhoda was the only one in that whole prayer group that had prayed in faith. 
Evidently, she had already prayed. She was up maybe, uh, you know, looking after other things and because they were still praying. And, and then the way they talked, they were probably just praying maybe just the problem. But, you know, it's praying in faith and praying the answer. Praying in the name of Jesus. We're told in that day, Jesus said in John 16, 23, in that day ye shall ask me nothing. But you shall ask the Father in my name, and he will give it you. And the Bible says that he's done all things well. So receive of the Lord today. You know, you can reach out with your faith. This lady in Mark 5, we'll go back to her now. She said that when I touch his clothes, that's when I'll be made whole. And she wrote her own ticket with God, as the song says. She said it. She got an action. She did something. She did it. And then she received it. She felt in her body she was healed of that plague. She received it. And then she told Jesus. Say it, do it, receive it, tell Jesus, you can write your own ticket with God. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Jesus, go free.